Welcome back, everybody, to another bullshit episode of Off the Books Podcast. Today, we are in the brand new studio. We are in the Off the Books Podcast studios. I am very excited. The brand new studios. Mm-hmm. Danielle and I have finally moved. Hell yeah. We are in our new house, and one of our rooms in this new home has been converted into a office slash podcast studio, mainly a podcast studio. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Yeah. And it looks fantastic, I might say. Thank you. It's been all of my own decorating ideas. Yeah. And guys, hopefully soon we will incorporate some video into this uh, so that you guys can tw- can enjoy also the brilliance uh, of the decorating in here. The aesthetic value of it. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. And I, I told him, I, I'm jealous. I set most of this up in here with the idea of us recording like um visually mm-hmm. as well as audio audio ably camera right there yeah 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 so and they'd uh, be able to see me pointing across the room i know i know but and they'd see you sitting there in the headphones <laughs> 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 so today i'm drunk what else is new <laughs> Today, I decided to telework from his house. It's not a work day. No, it's not. It's Saturday. It is. It is definitely Saturday. Yeah. 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 So. Anyways. I I need to. I'm just going to drink this beer for a second. (laughs) But very glad to be back. It's been a hot damn minute. It has. It's been almost a month since we posted, and we do apologize. For yeah. That. But there's been a lot of stuff going on. We had the holiday season. We had mm-hmm. Danielle and I purchasing this home. Um, but we are looking for now that everything is set up, we are looking forward to getting back to a normal schedule Yeah. Uh, of posting once more. Uh, we will be getting back into some of your favorite books here soon. Yep. And we are looking forward to celebrating the one year anniversary and the 50th episode with you guys very, very soon. Yeah. That'll think, be exciting. I think this is like 44. So we got like six to go to get to 50. Yeah. We don't have much to go. I know. 50 is going to have to be a very special episode. Yeah. It can't be. An, I, I don't. I think for that, we're not going to be able to do a book. We're going to have to do like an episode like this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so. we, but we, we've already talked about the story of off the books and how it transpired and how it was born. So we'll have to come together and, and put our big brains together and make something special. Yes, we are past the one-year anniversary of the idea, mm-hmm. but we are quickly coming up on the one-year anniversary of our first ever episode going out. Yep. The Terminal List by Jack Carr, Hell which yeah. has been a mainstay for us. We, yeah. We've gone through quite a bit in his series. Um, and guys, keep a note, if you like his series, his, what is it, sixth book, fifth book? Fifth book, In the Blood. Yeah. In the Blood is coming out. It's out. It's in, out, out? In the Blood is out. It's been out for months. His sixth, Not In the Blood. His sixth book. His then. sixth book is coming out, I think, in the spring. Yeah. So just keep a, an eye out for that because that's exciting. In the Blood is by far. I, and I've said this before on this episode and I will continue to say it until I am one-upped by him once again. In the Blood is is the best book he has ever put out. Yeah. 
I will. I would take In the Blood over the other four books any day of the week. Yeah. That's how strongly I feel about that book. Only the Dead is coming out spring 2023. I feel like it's going to be May. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be May. And I can't wait because I can't wait to hear Ray Porter Mm -hmm. doing the narration for the book again on Audible. Because he has been fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. The cover looks really cool. I'm really excited. You're excited now and you don't even know how In the Blood ended. That is true. And like with me knowing how In the Blood ended and In the Blood itself, I'm just like, can we make it fucking sooner, please? Can we make it next week, <laughs> Mister Carr? Can I call <laughs> Mr. you, Mister Carr? Can I call you, Mister Carr? I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to defame you by calling you Jack. No, definitely <laughs> please not. Please get <laughs> this book to me sooner. <laughs> I need to know what happens with James. Yeah, <laughs> so. I mean James. James is our boy at this point. He will always oh, be sure. our boy. For sure. So I, I do want to put this caveat out there before we continue with this episode. If you hear us moving things around uh, in, during this episode, this is our very first episode within within the new studio. We're just trying to make sure things are where we want them to be. Yeah. Um, making sure that it's comfortable for us mm-hmm. and, and making sure that it's coming through clearly for everyone. So there are some times where we might be moving microphones mm-hmm. or moving stands or wires or things like that. Or grabbing another beer. That's going to happen for me in about three minutes. <laughs> I will be right there with you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Taylor showed up at my house this morning with a 15 pack of Miller Lite pints. I'm very excited about it. You and know? I was like, this is how today's going to go. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Well, because <laughs> I woke up and I was like, hmm, this seems like a beer day. So I just went and got some more. Yeah. Also, you did tell me, don't come to the house without beer. I, I said there was a caveat to yeah. you, you coming over, and that was to bring beer. Mm-hmm. And you did not disappoint. You're welcome. I appreciate you. I, I appreciate you. Speaking of appreciation, I'm wearing my idiom sweatshirt. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up. Because Taylor and I have finally... So we have we have a bunch of local breweries in the, in the area that we love... But I want to specifically shout out Idiom Brewery yeah, uh, in Frederick because it is one of our favorites. They have some of the best beer in the area. Mm-hmm. And Taylor and I have recently become VIPs at this brewery because we love it so much. Yeah. We're like, but we will v- pay you an annual subscription. <laughs> to be a member of this beer club, basically, that yeah. they have. Yeah, exactly. So where we get... We get so if you become a VIP at Idiom, you get a free four pack every month. Two on your birthday. Two on your birth month. Two in yeah. your birth month. And one of them can be like one one can of one beer, one of another, one of something else. Now, there yeah. are some some beers that you can get a six pack with. Yeah, which is really, I think, only lightweight. Yes. And the seltzers. Correct. You get you get a it's not a larger, but it's a different glass that literally says VIP on the side. So yeah. everyone knows because, you know, you're a big deal. You are a very important person, some might say. Yeah, exactly. Your um, your house smells of, excuse me, Taco Bell and beer. <laughs> Rich mahogany and yeah. leather-bound books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But you also get 15% off on Thursday nights. 
during during the VIP 30. happy hour. That's 30 on merchandising and when you're in there drinking. Yes, normally. Mm. On Thursday nights you get 15% off your entire bill. Gotcha. So when you're in there normally you get 30% off of your drink specifically. Mm-hmm. Now if you have someone that's a non-VIP drinking on your tab, that's going to be a normal price. You don't get the 30%. They don't get the 30%, mm-hmm. but you do. Yeah. Like this weekend. I know that that you're we're going to Idiom this weekend and your sister said she's going to pick up the tab this time. Yeah. So for her beer, she won't get that discount. But mm-hmm. I will with me being the VIP. Exactly. You also get a, I want to say it's a 15% discount on merchandising and things mm-hmm. like that. So it's, it, you know, it's for the first year, it's $250. It's $200 a year after that. But, but it's so it, worth it. It pays for its, it pays for itself just in the, in the four packs alone. It really does. And then you also get invited to the VIP events throughout the year. You mm-hmm. get free tickets for that for you and a plus one. And the the two that your parents went to this past year, they were literally giving them multiple, multiple packs of beer as they left. Yeah. They were like, whatever's in the cooler, it's free game. Pick it up. Um, but before you leave, we have so much of this one kind of beer, lightweight. Uh, so come by, get a four pack or a six pack or two. And then leave. You also get early access to the new beers that are coming mm-hmm. out each a month. A day early. Yep. So you get early access to them. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a great deal. I really think we should bring this up to them tomorrow and be like, hey, we gave you guys a hell of a shout out. Hell of a pod- shout out here. On our podcast. You but we do love be- them. We d- we do. They are and th- they're great people that work yeah, there. Everybody's we, fantastic. I've I've gotten to know the owner through through your family. Yep. Um, and he's a great guy. They they do a lot of work with other local breweries that are kind of on the up, on the ups. Yeah. Um, that are just starting out to try and get them more established. Mm-hmm. Now, really, when I think I think when people think of Frederick and they think of breweries, they think of Flying Dog. Yeah. Uh, Flying Dog is literally dog piss. Dog com- shit. Can compared to idiom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the amount of times that we've been in there and actually seen Flying Dog employees drinking at Idiom as opposed to drinking at Flying Dog has it's made sad. me laugh so many fucking times. Yeah. Because, because they know where the better beer is. Even they know how bad the fucking beer is at Flying Dog. Yeah. Now listen, Flying Dog, if you're listening to this, I'm not trying to defame you. Just no. put out better beer. That's exactly. all I'm saying. And Idiom, I mean, they switch up their beers so often and I mean, they always have their their you know staple of of five to six beers that they always have, but they always are changing beers up, and it's it's just fantastic. I tell people if you're not a beer drinker, you'll you'll find something that you like. Literally, my favorite beer of all time. So I my favorite beer, even when after I started going to the breweries and things like that, my favorite beer of all time was Miller Lite mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. until I found the beer at Idiom. Yep. That unfortunately is no longer on the menu. Al dente. I, do, I do hope they bring it back soon because it is so good. It is it is an an Italian Imperial Pilsner mm-hmm. called Al Dente. It's about eight percent. It's beautiful. Yeah. Now granted it is it is for it the taste of it is not for everyone. My father is a big Miller and Michelob Ultra fan. Mm-hmm. I had him taste it, and he gave me this look of disgust and said, "That's not for me." Yeah, it, and it but wasn't. he did but like he, the lightweight. He loved the lightweight, and he yeah. was very happy that I gave him a six pack of lightweight for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, because it, it you know I always say if you like 
you know, the quote unquote cheaper beers of like Miller Lite and all, you know, all that Budweiser, you're going to like the lightweight that they have. Yeah, the, the but, lightweight and the Hank from Old mm-hmm. Mother, which is another brewery in Frederick that we've been to. Which we also love, but don't visit it as often Correct. just because it's out of the way. Those were beers that I started with when I first started hitting these breweries and I've branched out now. Now I'm trying... I'm trying out Heffenweisens and Kolsch's and Marsons and Marsons. Like I'm finding, I'm finding my flavor yeah. when it comes to beer. Oh yeah. And, and I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. yeah. And the best place to find your beer is Idiom because they changed up so much. Actually, I would say it's the Frederick Beer Festival because of yeah. how many different breweries they have there. Yeah. And last year I found so many different, I not only did I find so many different kinds of beer that I like, but I mm-hmm. found different breweries. Yeah. And I was like, I'm in love with these. Yeah. These There's a place down in, in, um, right outside of Laytonsville called Elder Pine Brewery. Yep. And, you know, we've actually visited there a couple of times and the beer has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. I can't wait until Hawkeye Brewery opens up in Urbana. True. Yeah. Because that and place. Thick and Thin was really good as well. Oh. Hawkeye was like, I visited, I liked their beer so much. I visited their stand six times. That's oh, literally man. how much I like. Yeah. Them. I mean, the beer fest in Maryland is pretty cool. So if it's right along the Creek, um, and, and there's like more than 60 breweries that go. So, I mean, it's really, really cool. There was, there was like 70, but there wasn't over a hundred. Yes, there was. Because we, I think, had the. Think of the area that we started in. Think of the area that we started in. There was probably 50 breweries just there alone. No, there was only like 30. Uh-uh. There was way more than that. I made, I had the map ready to go. There they was even, only like 30. They even advertised it as over 100 breweries. Well, they lied. <laughs> I think you're lying. <laughs> I might be. I don't know. Either way, it's a, it's a cool place. I just and remember your dad coming up to me the next day and being like, you were hilarious yesterday. And I was like, what did I do? Yeah. Oh, shit. And he's like, you kept coming back to us and being like, I don't know what the fuck a Maybach is, but I fucking love this shit now. <laughs> <laughs> but I fucking love it. <laughs> no, that's a cool place. I, I do love that they do that. And we're kind of, you need to get the better ticket this year which i got which was the beer enthusiast ticket well, you get let in an hour early and a bigger glass your sister and i were literally talking recently we've got a, a, a group of friends that want to do it mm-hmm. so we're thinking you know we try and get tickets with everyone mm-hmm. this year and maybe it becomes one of our regular like friend outings mm. every year you know your sister and myself and our friends from baltimore and my friends from chambersburg and like Yes. Okay. I'm just pointing a finger at myself like, and, and please say me. <laughs> but, but friends. But yeah, we, you know, we go in a, in a larger group and mm-hmm. whatnot. Like we, we either Uber down there or maybe we have a designated driver. We probably won't because everyone's going to want to drink if you're going in there from paying that price. If anybody wants to be an off the books podcast designated driver for this event specifically, please reach out to us. There is a designated driver ticket that you can get, and you know we'd be really appreciated. Not only that, does uh, the Off the Books podcast constantly needs designated drivers? That way, yeah. um, 
Um, you know, Scott and Michelle can also drink as well when, we're, when we're out and about. Yeah. So uh, we do constantly need designated drivers. So maybe we can start a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> designated driver. We can, we can, lit- oh my God, that's literally how we'll make the levels. <laughs> designated driver, which is going to be the first <laughs> level. And then drinker. <laughs> And then podcast drunk. <laughs> <laughs> we should actually make a Patreon. We should. We should because we can. Because we can do I, that. it from what it seems like, and this is this is just going off of the numbers that we can see. Yeah. From what it seems like, you guys re- do really enjoy the content that we put out, and if you guys would would want to support us, if we were to start a Patreon, that would be the best way to support us. Yeah. The other best way to support us would be to. Um, whatever you're listening to us on find find that that five star button mm-hmm. rate us five stars if you if you want to leave a comment tell people how much you like our show yep and what you what our show you know means to you or how it feels to you um and just you know help us out that way as i'm opening a beer hey that's fine it's a Saturday. It is a Saturday. It's in the afternoon. It's fine. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, if you guys could just give us a rate, give us a comment, that that is another crucial way to help support our podcast. Um, but seriously, if you guys think that a Patreon would, if you guys would support a Patreon, we would be unworldly blessed yeah really we we might start one we don't we seriously we don't expect anything but if you guys really like what we put out we would appreciate it so much and honestly we could start giving out rewards on patreon we could um like we we there are times where we bring on third third parties into our show Mm -hmm. through zoom we could easily you know do a zoom show with with you yeah That'd be get, really get cool. You, get you on for, for a bullshit episode. Just yeah. To sit, if nothing else, just to sit here and shoot the shit with us. Yeah. Um, you know, it's... Because you guys are really the difference in this show. You guys are the ones... We put out the content, but you guys are the ones that push it forward. You guys are the ones that helped us get into the top 1% mm-hmm. of arts podcasts within spotify this year you guys are the ones that put us into the top 25 percent of most shared podcasts on spotify this year globally shared globally not even just shared globally shared which is fantastic you guys are the ones that that have pushed us to the level that we are at now and Mm -hmm. we we couldn't be more thankful yeah for the the listeners that we have you guys have been amazing this year. You guys have helped us take an idea that started literally at a bar in a basement. <laughs> and it's like Steve Jobs and started in a garage and push it to what we have now. And you know, we have we do we have a small loyal listener base, mm-hmm. but we're not doing this for us. We we love doing this. We yeah. we enjoy doing this. But what we enjoy even more is doing this for all of you guys. Yeah. Because not only do we have so many, um, you know, American, uh, you know, fans. You and, guys and are listening supporters. to us everywhere. Yeah. And that's what, bl- it still it blows, blows my, my mind. mind. 
We have we, people in Ireland, in Germany, like we have people Czech Republic. We have people in 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 countries like Sri Lanka. Yeah. We have people in the war torn countries of the Ukraine. Yeah. Or Syria. And listening we appreciate to us. If we can give you just a little bit of joy in a in a day where, you know, it it might not be so happy for you wherever you are. Exactly. We feel so grateful to to be able to give a smile to your face. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, we are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> we are terrible idiots. <laughs> and we are here to help you guys um, not forget, but... But for the smallest amount of time, forget the issues that are troubling you so. And enjoy your time with us. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really what it's all about. And we... We couldn't be more thankful for all of you that yeah. listen to us. We really couldn't. Um, it's It's been a crazy 10 months doing this show. Mm-hmm. Um, almost 11. But we we have we have truly been blessed. Yeah. With with the the fan base that we have and the people that tune in literally weekly. Yeah. It's to, insane. To listen to us. I mean, we had... We had o- almost 100 people have us in their top 10 for most listened podcasts this year. Yeah. We had almost 50 people in their top five. 35 people had us as their top listened to podcast this year on Spotify. Yeah. It's insane. And I know that sounds like a small number, but... For us, any number is big. Yeah, exactly. If if one of you would have had us to their in their most listened to podcast... It, it makes it all the more worth it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that one person will be the person that keeps us fucking going. Deanna. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the thing is, you know, Spotify gives us these numbers, but Spotify, that's only 13% of our listener base. Yeah. Which is insane. And I'm so excited to... The amount of like, you that listen to us on Apple, it just blows my mind yeah blows my mind we probably got that they probably wrapped that around october to get it to us by end of november early december yeah so or even maybe mid mid november exactly so i'm just so excited to see the jump from you know this time frame to next year and seeing our wrapped for that yeah yeah i mean like we like we said we this, with this being the first episode that we've done since we've gotten our wrapped, mm-hmm. we we just really wanted to extend how grateful we are mm-hmm. to all of you guys that have listened and tuned in this year. Because without you, there is no show. Yeah. It's just the two of us talking into a mic and <laughs> spouting nonsense. Well, that's mainly me, but still. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I say, you never know what Brandon's going to say, you know, but I'm here for it. Yes. You know, you listen to me, I listen to you. But That's Danielle's favorite game to play. What's going to come out of his mouth next? Mm-hmm. It's it's the best <laughs> game to play because you truly don't know. You'd literally like, looked at Taylor this morning. And we're in the middle of a conversation. I go, you think it's legal to own a possum in this state? <laughs> and then I entertain <laughs> it like an idiot. I'm like, yeah, I believe so. Because they don't have rabies. I know. And, and then it, instantly and went. got little hands. His little hands. And then instantly was like, so where do you have your possum? <laughs> Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> so with that said, I think it's time that we get into some real bullshit. I, I agree. And one of the things that I want to talk about today is the USS Barb. The 
USS Barb. It is the most decorated submarine in U.S. history. <laughs> and okay. I want to send I want to send a shout out to uh, my favorite TikToker for giving me information on this and letting me know what information about this, and that is the fat electrician. Mm. Um, he is an absolute fucking gem. So, <laughs> gotcha. We're talking about the USS Barb right now. Uh, her first through fifth patrols. She was a submarine during World War II. Her first through fifth patrols were in the European theater. During her first patrol, she carried out reconnaissance duties prior to and during the invasion of North Africa, operating out of Rosneath Naval Base, Scotland, until July 1943. She conducted her first her four patrols against the Axis blockade runners in European waters. Barb's fifth patrol terminated July 1st, and she proceeded to the submarine base, New London, Connecticut, arriving July 4th. Hmm. Those aren't the ones I'm concerned about. Okay. The ones I'm concerned about are in the Pacific Theater, which were her 6th through 12th. I'm just going to put this caveat in there right now, and I will explain in a few minutes. The USS Barb is the only submarine credited with sinking a train. Huh? You did not hear me incorrectly. I just said that this submarine sunk a fucking train. 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 The one that ride on the fucking tracks. Quote of this story. (laughs) The ones that ride on the fucking tracks. (laughs) Okay. Um how Okay, so there there is a story behind this and I will I will get to that. So within the Pacific Theater for her sixth through twelfth patrols. So I'm gonna put this out there as well. The USS Barb is not named after a woman, it's named after a Barbus. Which is a type of fish. (laughs) (laughs) Submarines were typically named after types of fish. So, following a brief brief overhaul period at New London, Barb departed for Pearl Harbor, where she arrived in September. And it was in Pacific waters that Barb found lucrative hunting and went on to compile one of the more... one of the more outstanding submarine records of World War II. Hmm. During the seven war patrols conducted in the Pacific between March 1944 and August 1945, Barb is officially credited with sinking 17 enemy vessels, totaling 96,628 tons. Not pounds, tons including the Uk- the Unco sunk on the 17th of September, 1944. You know, I would love to know how many elephants that would be. Uh, an elephant is normally about a ton, so about 96,500. It's a lot of elephants. <laughs> Think of it this way. One ton- I love how I broke that down. That was such like a Michael Scott moment of me. One ton <laughs> divided by 100 is two thousand pounds one ton is two thousand pounds one ton is two thousand pounds so why don't we just say that 
26 times 2,000 is over 100 and it's 193 million 256 pounds. My question is, why do we say tons and not pounds? Because the amount of poundage that it was was so much. It's easier to say 96,628 tons than 193,528,000 pounds. Yeah, I guess you're right. Back to the story we go. <laughs> so, um, on night on the 15th to 16th of September, Barb rescued 14 Australian and British POW survivors of the SS Ryoko Maru. Hmm. So, now we get to the fun part. Okay. The last two war patrols conducted by the USS Barb were under the command of a Commander Eugene Flucky. Yes, I said that correctly. Flucky. So there it just was. Sounds like you're like flicking something. You're flucky. Mm-hmm. So there was a thing with uh, with submarine commanders back in World War Two. Mm-hmm. They never let them serve more than three three patrols. Interesting. They figured that after that they would either become too aggressive. Or too um, passive with the style that they commanded with. Hmm. So, on the 11th patrol, uh, Eugene Flucky, which was, this was his third tour uh, as a submarine commander. This was from December 1944 to February 1945. They basically snuck their way. He said, we're going on the aggressive here, folks. Snuck his way through a fucking minefield and basically started spawn camping Japanese ships coming out of the harbor. Oh? Yes. They are credited with the most tonnage sunk in a single day in U.S. naval history. Tonnage. Tonnage. That's That's how many ships they sunk in one day. That's just so funny. So Eugene, Fl- Eugene Flucky ends up getting the Medal of Honor, and he comes to Naval Command and basically says, hey, hear me out. I know what your rules are on submarine commanders. I want a fourth tour. And they say, okay, fine. Hmm. We'll give you a fourth tour. Same ship, same crew. He said, okay, hear me out again. I want fucking rocket launchers put on this sub. What? And their response? Okay. Okay, sounds good. What the fuck? <laughs> Is this guy like Dr. Evil? Like, I want sharks with freaking laser beams on their freaking heads. <laughs> it says here, between that first, that, that 11th patrol for the ship in the Formosa and East, Formosa Straits and East China Sea, off the east coast of China from Shanghai to Cam Kit. During the patrol, Barb sank four Japanese merchant ships and numerous enemy small craft. On the 23rd to 24th of January, Barb penetrated Nakakwama Harbor, now called Yangpu Huan, <laughs> on the China <laughs> coast, opposite of Matsu Islands, opposite of the Matsu Islands, and rocked havoc upon a convoy of some 30 ships at anchor 
maneuvering in wait 30 ships on an anchor 30 these 30 ships were anchored in this harbor in this harbor and they just wrought fucking killed it they 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 fucking just shot them all up annihilated yeah huh so uh, maneuvering in dangerously shallow waters, Barb launched her torpedoes into the enemy group and then retired at high speed on the surface in a full hour's run through uncharted, heavily mined, and rock-obstructed waters. Holy shit. In recognition of this outstanding patrol, Commander Flucky was awarded the Medal of Honor and the Barb received the Presidential Unit Citation. What the fuck? This is how good this sub commander and his crew were. They were fucking shit up left and right. So they were taking names and... Wait. They came in there and they had two tasks. They had to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And they were all out of (laughs) bubblegum. Okay. (laughs) I'm there. So... So... Upon the completion of her 11th patrol, Barb was sent to the U.S. for a yard overhaul and altercations, which included the installation of 5-inch, 130-millimeter rocket launchers at the captain's request. Holy shit. Yes. What the fuck? Because Eugene Flucky was a fucking boss. That's why. He was an animal. I would he have was, loved to be he, his wife. He was an absolute animal. So, <laughs> so, returning to the Pacific, she commenced with her 12th and final patrol on June 8th under the command of Ju- Eugene Flucky in his 4th command. Hmm. This patrol was conducted along the coasts of the, she- the Sea of... You got this. Oh. Sounded out. Oh, Hotchk. Ohashk? Ohashk? I can't see from here, so your guess is as good as mine. (laughs) O-K-H-O-T-S-K. Koshk. For the first time in U.S. submarine warfare, Barb successfully employed rockets against the towns of Shari, Hokkaido, and Shikua. Oh, uh, Kashio and Shoritoro on Karafuto. Hmm. Listen, I, I watch a lot of anime and I read a lot of manga. I was about to say, why, when you said I watch, I'm like, this motherfucker is going <laughs> to say anime. And, and I read a lot of light novels. I should be a lot better at pronouncing Japanese city pronouncing? names. Pronouncing? I'm pronouncing over here. <laughs> I pronounce you pronounce. <laughs> tomato, tomato. You pronounce in, in past terms. You pronounce in the current. <laughs> so. You know, I can't, I can't with you. And yes, you should be better at pronouncing things. I should be better at pronouncing things. You're correct. <laughs> See, now that I've already drawn my guns, I have to stick with them. Yeah, I'm like, there's no (laughs) way you can't can't go go back. back. (laughs) I can't go back. You're like, I've committed. (laughs) This is how it's going to be. 
as I'm also sitting in a launch. It's like that scene from The Office where they play the fucking like murder mystery game, and at the end of the day, Pam is sitting there with two guns and her like two finger guns with Michael, Andy, and Dwight, and she's like, I'm "On just, the count of three, I, we're gonna drop all guns." I have crossbows. On the count of three, we will put down our weaponry. She's like. I'm just going back out of here real slow, like. real, real slow, Because like. <laughs> Jim walks in, and she's like, "You're, you're still, you're still doing this." <laughs> and she's like, "Honey, start the car, start the car. I'll be there soon." <laughs> so I do need to say, I recently <laughs> did watch that, uh, the Glass Onion movie. Oh, love with, that with, movie with that, that British man named Daniel Craig. I was about to say, do not know his name. <laughs> Yeah, so that that British man named Daniel Craig. Who, I fucking who love does Daniel play Craig. A, gr- a fantastic uh, detective. Mm-hmm. Uh, whose name I do forget. Um, detective. Oh fuck. I'm gonna just call him Glass Onion for right now. <laughs> Even Until I look it up, that is not the correct name. Anyways, after that, it did struck me. That every once in a while it is needed to talk in a very southern aristotic accent. Okay. <laughs> um. Shoot. It's isn't it like Lafont something? Blanc. La Flant Blanc. No, it's something else. Blanc, but I don't know how to pronounce. Laurent Blanc. No, it starts with a B. I don't know how to pronounce the first name. Beauregard Blanc? No. Let me see it. Benyot? Benyot? Benyot Blanc? Benoit Blanc? <laughs> that name is Benoit. Benoit Blanc. I know it does not look like it from the way <laughs> that it is spelled, but his name is Benoit, Benoit Blanc. Blanc. He is a cool actor. I do he, like him a lot. He is a very good Cajun and Creole detective. Mm-hmm. A man of the South, specifically in Louisiana, maybe even Mississippi. All I'm saying is Benoit Blanc, Daniel Craig, you can do whatever the fuck you want to me. He will interrogate you. He can do that all he wants. I'm ready for it. Put the light in my face, see if I break. To learn? <laughs> Listen. I'm sitting here talking about the USS Bob right now, okay? I mm. need you I need you to take your mind out of the gutter and put <laughs> it inside of a submarine. Gotcha. Thank you kindly. Thank <laughs> you kindly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm an idiot, I'm aware. Oh my god, this is funny. Okay, I'm good. This is things you will be talking about later at your dinner. I will be indeed. But no, I do have some big tea to tell him, so. Pinkies up, motherfucker. Pinkies up. Tea back. <laughs> Pinkies! <laughs> pinky! Pinky! Get your pinky up! <laughs> he's like. <laughs> As he's drying out! <laughs> pinky! <laughs> What you want some you want a watch a walrus Sandy I need water <laughs> Oh you want water I well, need should've just, it. You should have just said so <laughs> Your sea needs some water <laughs> Oh my 
my god. god. There's your daily dose of SpongeBob <laughs> quotes by Taylor <laughs> and Brandon. I love SpongeBob. It's one of my favorite things. This is why I have zero brain cells. That's why Daniel's a basically a doctor. And Listen, I'm, I'm not. I'm, no, 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 no. She never watched SpongeBob. No. Listen here. I love your sister with all my heart. And at times, she is one of the smartest people I know. Most of the time, she is the dumbest. Yes. But we love her. Mm-hmm. She's book smart. She's like a quarter of a book smart. She's like she she's has like no Pennywise's uh, older sister, quarter smart. She she's she's got no common sense. Mm-mm. She really doesn't. Mm-mm. No. She looked at me the other day, <laughs> and she keeps saying, "I was joking when I said that. I was joking." No, she no, fucking wasn't. With what? What what did she say again? I I was putting up a calendar in our kitchen. <laughs> and I was concerned because of where she wanted to put it was right above an outlet. And I said to her, I'm a little concerned because I don't know where the wires go here. Which I have since found out it would have been fine either way. Yeah. She looks at me and goes, I didn't know there was wires that went to an outlet. How the fuck you think they get electricity there? Bitch. It just... Ma- is it just magic? magic. <laughs> it, just, it just comes to the fucking electrical socket. That's what they got them Hogwarts motherfuckers for, right? Yeah. I love her to death. She keeps my life interesting. She yeah. really does. She does. She says that I do. No. She keeps my... That I keep her life interesting. No. She keeps my life interesting... Because while she loves to play, what's going to come out of his ne- mouth next? <laughs> Mine is, what kind of dumb shit is she going to say today? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, she's, it, she's interesting. She's so smart, but she's so dumb at the same time. So the U.S. is barred. <laughs> Fucked up all this shit off the coast of... It was in the sea of a coast... A, 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 Okay, Hotsk. <laughs> okay, Hotsk. Okay. On July 2nd, she also bombarded the town of Kaiho on the Triululan Islands uh, with her regular armament, destroying 60% of the town. She then, and this is what I, was, I wanted to get to. Mm-hmm. So... They basically got to the point where there was no more ships that they could sink coming out of the harbor. Oh. So, Flucky goes to a dude on the ship that may or may not have been the electrician. And I may or may not have gotten this information from the fat electrician. (laughs) They take, like, a 70-pound scuttling charge. So, a scuttling charge... Is say that the ship was or the the submarine was beached mm-hmm. or stranded somewhere. They could l- arm this scuttling charge to destroy the submarine so that it wouldn't fall into enemy hands. Oh, yes, that's what it's for. So it's like seventy pounds of pure TNT. So he gets them to rig a pressure switch to this fucking scuttling charge. And then has six dudes basically board a fucking raft 
off the submarine and paddle their way onto the Japanese mainland, rig the scuttling charge up underneath the railroad tracks, and when the train hits it, it gets yeeted about fucking <laughs> 200 yards into the air and falls into the fucking sea. Oh, that's funny. It's not funny, but it's funny. They are the on- they are the only submarine credited with sinking a fucking train, and the six men that went onto the Japanese mainland to rig up this scuttling charge are the only six men credited with invading the island of Japan under a declaration of war. Good for them. Yes. I mean, I love Japan, but like, good for them. Eugene Flucky had no purple hearts and no casualties under his command. Hmm. The USS Barb would end up going out to serve out the end of the world of World War II mm-hmm. uh, within the US Navy. Uh, it was it was placed on commission reserve in 1946 and decommissioned reserve in 1947 until uh, the 1950s it was put into recommit it was recommissioned and assigned to the Atlantic Fleet and put operating out of Key West uh, oh. in terms of reconnaissance it was then decommissioned again in 1954 where it w- underwent the greater underwater propulsion power program conversion hmm. and then recommissioned in 1954 again where it served in the Atlantic Fleet until the end of 1954 where it was con- decommissioned for a final time and loaned to Italy, loaned to the Italian Navy under the Mutual Defense Assistance Program. Once it went under the Italian Navy, it was um, renamed the Enrico Tazzoli S511, which was after an Italian priest named Enrico Tazzoli, and the submarine was eventually sold for scrap. In 1972, this submarine served for over 30 years because it was uh, initially uh, christened in 1941, so 31 years of service. Hmm. It was sold for scrap for $100,000, which is currently about $648,000. Wow. Uh, Admiral Flucky noted that had the crew known of this, they would have bought the sub and brought her back to the United States to serve as a museum ship. That'd have been cool. The USS Barb is one is a legend of the Second World War. Um, I've literally been talking about this ship for about a fucking week and a half, <laughs> and I really just wanted to go ahead and sp- share this knowledge with all of you. No, I like it. I I think it would have been really cool though if we would have had it. So one as of, a mu- museum. One of the interesting things with this ship. One of the reasons why they were able to sink so many enemy ships is because. The, the members of this submarine were out in the middle of the fucking ocean basically giving their torpedoes hair triggers because torpedoes were so unreliable in World War II. Sometimes they would hit and not explode and sometimes mm-hmm. they would. It was like a 50-50 chance. They were basically out there performing ordnance operations illegally because you're not allowed to take your torpedoes apart and give them fucking hair triggers. That's... uh. <laughs> interesting but good for them yeah just imagine you're you know you're 150 feet below sea level i can't and you're you're fucking 
you're fucking around with a torpedo that could go off if you fuck with it too much. Yeah, no, I have a fear of of open water. <clears throat> so no. Yeah. So that, you would not see me in a submarine that, anytime soon. That is the USS Barb. Okay. Um. I didn't mean for that to happen. Yeah. Don't don't be rude to there your new go. desk. Um. So since it is just past Christmas. I did want to ask you and bring this up for Christmas dinner. Let's say you have potatoes. What's your favorite type of potatoes? Oh, potato casserole that my mother that my mother makes. Mmm. Mmm. Potato. What? Well, what's in that? Uh, potatoes, potatoes, obviously. <laughs> uh, butter, sour cream, salt, pepper, mm. and cheese. Ooh. And then it is baked. Oh, basically mashed potatoes baked with cheese on top. Uh huh. It's fantastic. I Sounds ate, fantastic. I ate like half a plate full. Yeah, I would dinner. too. Though I will say this: the twice baked potatoes that your father made. My mom. I thought your dad made them. Uh-uh. Either way. I mean, he could have. I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't pay attention. Normally, it's mom that makes them. They were fantastic. They were pretty good. They were fantastic. Yeah. We still have some downstairs, actually. Do you? Yes, we do. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then for Christmas, here's the thing. I saw this at another podcast, which I'm not going to say the name, but I want to know your thought on it. When do you open or when are you supposed to open your stockings? I mean, with my parents, we do stockings when we're opening gifts. Wait. You come downstairs. Yes. You don't go directly to the tree? No. So we, at my parents' house, all all the gifts for myself and Danielle and my parents are in one room. Mm. Because there's so many gifts that have to be given out because our family is, is large. True. We have gifts in different rooms. So that we're able to distinguish, you know, who gets who what, it. and then we know what gifts have to go to which which house. Mm. So we'd actually, I think this year we'd actually opened our first or maybe even second gifts before our stockings were given to given to us. Okay. Which your, I mean, your parents, I I didn't expect your parents to have a stocking for me. Yeah, this that year. was really sweet. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It truly was. My Actually, my mom bought your sister a stocking as well. Aww. Which, it's funny because, like, my mom and my dad and myself, like, our three stockings are ones that we've had since I was a child. Yeah. So, when you were little, when did you open stockings it, on Christmas it, Day? It's very early within the gift process. Yeah, that's weird. Why? Because stockings are for last. Really? Yeah. See, it used to be you... stockings would be first. Really? We would do the stockings and go through the little gifts, and then we would get to the larger ones. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, in my family, it was, you come down, you go to the tree. I always put a blanket down, because it's hardwood, so I put my blanket down, I sit down, I have a great time. You open your presents, and then, only then, after you're done... Mom would come out like two minutes later with the stockings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed your mom come out with the stockings this yeah. year. Well, normally we they hang on. Yeah, normally they hang on the uh, mantle. Mantle, there but this time she had it on the welcome center, which was a very weird. 
the welcome center mm-hmm. like by the garage door mm-hmm. that's where the stockings were hung with care mm-hmm. <laughs> well oh. like she had decorative but how ones. would saint nick find them well, they, I know that they were hung with care, but Saint Nick <laughs> would soon be there. But they are far from the from the fireplace. Yeah, no, but he's always watching like a fucking perv, so like he would know. Oh, he knows how big my uh, Johnson is. Ew! <laughs> Why would you bring that up? <laughs> Nobody needs to listen. Know that. If Santa's always watching, he has seen all of us naked, like you said. I agree, and it's a perv. And it's most of the people that he's do. watching are little children, so apparently he's a pedophile as well. Exactly. Fucking pedo bear. Yeah, I. I'm sorry. He is. I, I don't know why I'm calling Santa <laughs> He is. Have you seen any? I mean, only, there's only one person. That dresses up as Santa, who I agree is is good and allowed to dress up as Santa. Cause registered I know, sex offenders. No, this one uh, guy I know oh. is not a registered sex offender, and he actually does it for good causes and stuff like that. And he's is a great it guy. the mayor of Thurmont? No, um, it's my one friend that I work with, uh, who had, Todd. Who had COVID this year? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, but Todd is a friend from work, and he dresses up as santa and he has like a really cool you know santa suit and it's custom made and everything but he actually has good reasons for doing it. he donates a lot to charity and all this stuff i swear to god that's the mic stand my <laughs> mic kept falling but i wasn't farting this time every fucking other santa i've ever known in my fucking life pervert, pervert. the one at um the mall pervert it's because they don't have to run background checks on them exactly you should have to you're going to be touching letting, little children. They're letting children sit on their lap. They they probably should run a background check on those motherfuckers, let's be honest. Exactly. Here. I don't know. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. You really... You've hit an all-time high today. I have, and it's because it's not even 3 o'clock and I'm drunk. <laughs> and I'm drunk. Actually, you know, I, I'm feeling pretty good. I haven't been drunk. I feel fan-fucking-tastic. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even tipsy, which is great. Maybe I should talk to your sister and go to a bar tonight. Do you want to come to Anchor Bar? You said mm. five? Mm-hmm. I bet your sister would not be opposed to that. I mean, I do have to tell him some tea, but like... But... Listen... You've got your gay bay and you've got your straight bay. And yeah. the two of us need to meet at some point. Hold on, I'm texting him. <laughs> you've you've got two brothers. And they need to meet each other. Because I want to meet him. Because he sounds like a fantastic time. He is. Oh my god, I love him with all my heart. You know, my shout out for this episode is very early. But James, I love you. I wasn't going to say his name, but okay. <laughs> I fucking love you, James. No, I will say his name. I won't say his last name, obviously, for, you know, security reasons. But I fucking love you, James. You my boy. Anyways. Hold on, I'm sexing your sister. (laughs) But I have so much to tell him, too. And that's the sad part. Like, I can't tell him if you guys are there. No, you, you can tell him if I'm there. 
if you're there, but it goes into detail and you don't want to hear about that. Oh, I want to hear about that because I am all about casting judgment and I'm, I'm, I'm all down for the judgment casting. Oh, Taylor, what is, are we good now? Yeah, we're good. I just, I just restarted it because it it cut out when your (laughs) mic stopped recording. Oh, that's great. Uh, It's fan-fucking-tastic. Fan-fucking-tastic. At least we figured that out now instead of As opposed to later, I'm I'm so glad that we didn't get into like a 15-minute conversation. We realized, oh, this this shit is not recording. Yeah, I would have been so pissed off. I know, right? But. So, no, I'm, I'm, listen. Listen. Darling. Darling. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm like, darling, <laughs> just into the into the forever getting empty can. I am all here. I'm all in for the tea on listening to tea and then immensely casting judgment. Here's the thing. All of the judgment will be on me. Listen here. You need on. You need to understand this. You probably have at this point. When it comes to gossip and drama, I am the gayest straight man you, you will ever are. meet. Dude, I love when you're when you became come day. Oh my god! So I said, I fucking love it. So I texted when I said, "Hey, my brother-in-law and sister might want to join us if that's okay." And he said, "Cool." I said, "We can still talk the tea as long as my sister isn't there at first. And she, he just goes, he goes, "I'll bring napkins, napkins to clean up the spilled tea. No worries, no worries, darling. This is why I love you." Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it's tea from earlier that I kind of told you about, but it goes into detail. Well, if it's five o'clock, I mean, I could ride with you over there and then it's going to be a little bit before if that's okay. I, we have to stop at the kitties. It's, it's, I was going to say it's to meet kitties. I can, I can, I'm all about meeting the kids. Okay. I love kids. Yeah. I get so excited too when I go to her house just I because I know it's like somewhat haunted and when I go I don't have a key I don't need a key or anything it's just the pin pad on the front door I can't wait until your sister comes home from work one day and I'm like hey <laughs> we're both just burping <laughs> I did something today oh, and she's like what and i just have a kitten in your pocket you should have it in the in the pocket in the hoodie pocket it's like here look you want to see a little head you want to see a magic trick alica alica So it's really funny. I forget if I told everybody, but and honestly, I really want a black cat. Um. Okay. They get such a bad. Rep, they do. Just don't buy one on Friday the thirteenth. They're such good kitties. They are good. My first cat was a black cat. I know. And my, I mean, my cat is close to being black. She's gray. No, she's she's gray. She's, she's far gray. from black. But she, I mean, like you mixed white and black together, and you got her. You know. You mixed a bunch of colors to get her. Okay. She does have a little Puerto Rican in her. Have you seen that? <laughs> I mean, damn. When she's you see spicy. That, when, when you see her trot, I wouldn't even say run. It's trot. It's you trot. see the pouch move. It's <laughs> a big pouch. That's the Puerto Rican. <laughs> no, that's the black woman inside of her. 
she is so cute and she has sass and she has the big paws i'm gonna <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever watched um oh fuck what is it called south beach towing Mm-mm. <laughs> so, there's a tow there's a towing show your dad i bet has probably watched this show and it's it's a towing company out of miami out of south beach mm-hmm. and there's a, a woman that works for the company and her name is bernice and bernice's is a very strong independent hefty black woman you know and we love bernice for that bernice got hit by a car <gasps> one day in no. a parking garage and was she they were on the is second, she okay they they were on the second level of the parking garage and it backed like they they had it under the tow truck and it like the car floored off the fucking tow truck and hit her and sent her over the side of the parking garage and they had a dude like one of the dispatchers with them and they're like oh my god they, they killed my friend is she okay bernice they, so they they get down to the, like to where the gate is, and the people that are trying to get out, because the dude when the tow truck got down there before them and was like, "Don't let that car out! They they killed my friend." And next thing you know, Bernice comes walking around the entrance, and they're like, "Oh my God, Bernice, are you okay?" She punches the driver's side window out and pulls this bitch out by her hair. She goes, you think you're going to kill Bernice? <laughs> it was one of the craziest episodes of that show I had ever fucking seen. Oh, my God. This is hysterical. I have to show you the you video of it later. You think you can kill Bernice? <laughs> I have to show the, vid- the, the fucking oh clip of that shit to you later. I mean, my favorite it, thing. Oh, my God. It's fucking hilarious. My favorite thing that Brandon has ever shown me. In my whole oh life. Oh, God, I can only imagine. Because I'm you a lot of shit. I know. But my favorite, all-time favorite thing. And I still, you know, I say these, like, pieces of quotes to friends. And they don't understand it at all. But I guess from Bar Rescue, Brandon, put on Janet Jackson. <laughs> and then That's you the put it on. the episode of Bar Rescue ever. <laughs> you put it on. You own the bar. Why are you bitter and or why are you like this? Brennan? Because you made me this way. Bitter, bitter and, and angry. So the episode that Taylor is talking about is from the third <laughs> season. And it's actually from a gay bar in Las Vegas. And the owner was a drunk. One of the people that worked behind the bar. His <laughs> name was Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> and I was like, I have to show this <laughs> to you guys. I showed it to, D- to Danielle and Taylor. We were hammered when we watched it. And that has become a running gag for us for probably eight months. (laughs) Because it's so easy to yell at you and go, Brennan, put on Janet Jackson. Put on Janet Jackson. And I'll literally look at you. I'm I'm thirsty. (laughs) And I'll literally look at you and be like, put it on yourself. You own the jukebox. And then he's like, (laughs) the bar owner just throws a glass across the across the bar and says i'm thirsty (laughs) so now every time i want a a beer with you i'm like i'm thirsty and she just kills me oh my god it's hysterical man this has literally been a topicless 
bullshit episode and i am here for it i love it i mean there's so many things that are hitting all at once and I'm just, <laughs> it's been fantastic oh my god it, oh and if anybody because i just thought about it today and i'm really excited about it but i don't have the money so if anybody wants to support us it might go to a new neon sign for us yeah we want a cute neon sign for the uh for the podcast studio so you know like if you wanted to like venmo me please reach out no we um we are going actually i'm gonna look into this right now we are going to start a patreon yeah i think it's a great idea but we just need to figure out what we're gonna give like you know for what you give so i had seen this on another podcast and we've talked (laughs) about superhero like superpowers before yeah I want to talk about a group called the Offenders. Mm-hmm. Basically, we're going say you come up with the superpower, and I'll tell you what the downfall to that superpower is, what the the access mm, of that is, like the the con to the pro. Correct, and I come up with one, but you you have to tell me what the con to mm. it is. Okay, you start. Um, let's see here. It would be like, I'll give you an example. Okay. Like for one of the ones I always go with is time control. It'd be like, I can control time whenever I nut, but Mm -hmm. I've got, but I've got ED. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. I'm coming up with a superpower, right? And then you come up with I the con. I will come up with the, with the con for it. Okay. Um, I'm going to say tele- telekinesis. Telekinetic. Telekinesis? Yeah. So with chicks, it's not the same as dudes where they have like the clarity after the expulsion for a few minutes. You were so ready to go with that too. I know. <laughs> you were like so like with women and men, it's different. But like, so be, in the reason because of that is because I'm literally on the podcast I listed that I got this idea from is because one of the dudes was like, "I want to have the the powers of Professor X, but it's that post nut clarity." <laughs> <laughs> so for three minutes, I've got the powers of Professor X. <laughs> He's like, "But I can't go every time." So he's got a utility belt full of like vitamin B and orange juice and shit like that. Okay, that's funny. That's that's great. <laughs> so, I'm gonna say, um, <laughs> y- you can use your telekinetic powers, uh, but every every single person that you you encounter, mm-hmm. not every single person you run into, but every single person you encounter and have a conversation with. Is able to read every thought that's on your mind. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I'd be scared. <laughs> oh, God. Jump scare. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be terrified. Because I'd go up to certain people. That... And I know the thoughts that you would be on your mind because yeah. you said said thoughts to me. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no. That yeah. It could work out in my favor. Or it could be extremely. It, it works out if you completely isolate yourself. 
but even still, you would probably be around people or like other heroes while you'd be fighting and they would all know what you're thinking. No, but here's the thing. It would be it would like come in handy like if I find somebody attractive, you know, because if I'm around them and they can hear what I'm thinking, like it could work in my favor where they're like, oh, I didn't know she thought of me like that. Or it could be like super embarrassing where they're like, I've been married for 35 years. So, uh, my power. Hmm. Uh, I got to think about this for a second. My power. Because I use time control as a, Mm -hmm. you know, as as an example. So I can't go with that now. Uh, My power would be super speed. Mm. I would say, I'd say the con to that is you have super speed as long as you hold your breath. (laughs) Oh, God. But here's the thing as well. I'm a former swimmer and a former lifeguard, so I can hold my you can breath. Do it. I can hold my breath in upwards of three minutes. <laughs> yeah, which would be great. But can you imagine a fat ass like me trying to run and going literally from here to the end of the driveway? Fat ass <laughs> like you? Bitch, I'm nearly 300 pounds. I have a magic eight ball. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> magic eight ball says. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking... <laughs> So I came up with this joke like a month ago that Taylor's dad, Taylor and Danielle's dad finds fucking hilarious. And I honestly don't know why. (laughs) But dad still uses it. I was like, their dad, Scott, asked me a question one day and I said, huh, let me ask the magic eight ball. (laughs) And I just grabbed the sides of my stomach and just shook it and went, chances are yes. (laughs) It was like, oh, are you coming to Idiom with us tonight or something like that? Bunjuk Paul says, chances are yes. And and dad will use that now yeah, he, when we go out. Like, he he wore for Christmas I, Eve. I love that. Oh, my God. For Christmas <laughs> Eve, he wore, like, a Santa shirt, right? And it had, like, it was, like, the red with the little Santa um, pattern of, like, the suit. But it was a T-shirt. He comes out of the closet. He's not gay. He just came. He walked out of the closet and said, I think I look fat. And I said, no, dad, like you're it looks like you're actually losing weight. No worries. He goes, let's let's ask the magic eight ball. Magic eight ball says you're fat. And I was like, God damn, dad, like you're rude. And he goes, nope, I'm not rude. Magic eight ball is rude. But now he's been using it all the fucking time. Yeah. So. But this is also the same man and I told you today where my mom was on the phone paying bills and she just yelled at me for being too loud. My dad, I'm sitting at like the dining room table behind the couch and my, my dad looks at me and goes, hey, Taylor. And I went, yeah. Gives me the finger. <laughs> That's my dad. And I'm like, oh, you, what a bitch. <laughs> Damn. So, um, the other the other day, mm-hmm. you had shown up just to see what the place looked like. Yeah. It was it was this past Monday when we were moving everything, the last of our things in. Oh yeah. So 
my mom is standing here towards the end of the day. It's my mom, my dad, me, my grandfather, your parents, Danielle. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talk. She's talking about how she uh, found a pair of shorts in my closet that were under. They were dark blue Under Armour golf shorts. Hmm. She said, "I found a pair of thirty fours. I gave them to your dad." I said, okay. She goes, I found another pair of 36s. Or she goes, found a pair of 36s. I gave them to your dad. I said, well, there was a pair of 34 in the pile that Mason looked through, mm-hmm. which is my younger cousin that's in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes, oh, okay. I said, the funnier part of that is that there's a pair of 38s of the exact same shorts that I still have. And I looked at your dad and said, you know, that was the two ball, the four ball, and now the eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You know. He he damn near pissed himself. <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> he damn near pissed himself. Because dad is Brandon's favorite fan. Like, <laughs> Brandon is his son. Like, he, and you know what's funny? So I went to work. And I'm on the phone with dad or or I went to go m- put one of his packages into the house uh, on my lunch break. I come back and he texted me, hey, thanks, pal, or thanks, buddy, or whatever it was. And I told my uh, co-worker, said, yeah, my dad, you know, said thanks, pal. And he goes, you know, I've noticed you say that a lot. Like your dad says thanks, pal, or thanks, buddy. Like, with my dad? No, my dad to me. Oh. And I said... Yeah, yeah, he really wanted a boy. And then he got one with Brandon. And they were like, huh? And I was like, yeah, he really wanted a son. So he always called me power buddy. And now he has a son in Brandon. Well, it's like when we showed up on Christmas Eve and mm-hmm. your dad and your mom was like, oh my God, you guys have been gone for two days and I miss you guys already mm-hmm. because I was always at the house and obviously yep. your sister was always there. Because if she, she wasn't there, you were there. <laughs> and your dad goes, I didn't miss her. I, I missed, missed you, you though. <laughs> he go, and no, you no, know he, goes, he was he goes, joking, but you know there goes, was slight truth I missed that. you. But I didn't miss her. And you gotta know there is a, a lot of truth to that joke. Like, ain't nobody miss. We love her. Listen, I. But nobody misses how messy that woman is. I love your parents, but it is so obvious with your dad that he has been just yearning for another guy in the house mm-hmm. that he can get along with. Yeah. And not only that, but I love that like he and my dad ha- can hang out as That's well. That's what I love as well. Like it's really sweet that you know when. When Jim is near, that yeah. dad's like, that's my boy, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, yeah. run over there. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, I, I've been in really shitty situations before where my family didn't, and I'm, I'm an extremely fa- family oriented people, mm-hmm. like person. My parents are everything to me. Yeah. And same with my grandparents and my, my cousins and my aunt, my uncle, like they're they are my entire fucking world. Mm-hmm. Your sister's my entire world as well. More close knit than that. She's like Mars to my Earth, or like the Moon to my Earth. Yeah, I was about to say. And like my family is the Mars to my Earth. Aww. But or like, you can be Jupiter with, or is it Saturn with multiple moons? 
Both of them have multiple moons. Jupiter yeah. has like 22. Saturn has like 15. Oh. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> Fun fact of the day. <laughs> Just the random <laughs> shit that I sp- spout out. Actually, exactly. I, need, I, need, I need to like double check this real quick just to make sure that I'm even close. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I have so many windows open. <laughs> <laughs> Using two <laughs> monitors is not helping. <laughs> Where's the mouse? Oh, God. Okay, here we go. Jupiter moons. Moons. There we go. Jupiter, oh god, how, what? How many? They're showing nine right now, and it says 42 more. How many moons? It Jupiter has 80 moons. Holy fuck. 80. Granted, Jupiter is also the largest planet in our solar system, okay? But yeah. 80 moons, honestly, really does not surprise me. Saturn moons. How many moons does Saturn have? Honestly, Titan is the one that gets talked about the most. And Titan is one that could possibly sustain life. Oh. Saturn has 83 moons. Huh. 63 moons are confirmed and named, and another 20 moons are awaiting confirmation of discovery and official naming from the International Astronomical Union. Wait. Saturn's moons range in size from larger than the planet Mercury, the giant moon Titan, to as small as a sports arena. Hmm. Interesting. So one of Saturn's moons is larger than the closest planet to our sun. Yeah. That was my phone. I do apologize for that. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, do you have anything else for this stupid episode? Um, I keep forgetting words in the text messages I'm sending your, your sister. Hmm. So, uh, no, I don't. I don't either. But do you want to wrap this up? We should wrap this up. Yeah. Because we, we should probably get heading out soon. You need a shower. I don't need a shower. I ain't no dirty boy. Your hair needs to be washed. You know what? There's 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 a thing for that. You know what it's called? It's a, a three-letter word called a hat. I knew you were going to say hat. I took a shower last night, motherfucker. Well, at least brush it. Not with your hand. <laughs> I didn't, you didn't even rake through it either. You just... <laughs> if only... That would have been perfect for fucking video. I know. That would have been perfect. That would have been amazing. Would be good a video. Yeah. So, uh, thank you all so much for listening. We... Um, coming soon. We do have coming soon. We have coming mm-hmm. soon. We have a YouTube channel coming soon. Mm-hmm. And we also have a Patreon coming soon. So, look forward to that. Yep. Um... Even if you got, if once we start the Patreon, even if you guys want to support just a dollar. Yeah. You know, a dollar a month can go a very long way for a show like ours. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we, what, whatever support you guys can give, we, we love you. We appreciate you so much. Mm-hmm. A five star review. And and, mean and the comment would be so much to us right now because it's going to help us get 
um, it's going to help us get listed higher on the mm-hmm. platforms that we're currently on. So, uh, yes, tell, you know, like I always say, tell your family, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell the kid down the street, all them cryptids, you know, with the mole people and the yetis and the bigfoots and the crab people and whatnot. And, um, you know, just remember to subscribe, to follow us, to leave us a rating. Whatever you guys want to do, we we truly, truly appreciate the support that you guys give all of us. Um, it's been a crazy year. We're almost to the end of the of 2022, and we're really hoping that this show and our fan base can take off in 2023. Yeah. So, um, continue listening. Continue following us. We appreciate you so much. And as for the last time in 2022 that you will hear as i always say good night good morrow good morning to all of you fine folks and thank you so so much for listening we love you all bye guys <laughs>